Hello and welcome to that Spider Dan film de show. <laughs> oh, see what I did there? I like it. Nice. That uh, was unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> Just like this <clears throat> film. It's a humdinger. It's a. Uh, it's pretty fucking good. I mean, it's gone straight to my top five. It's that good. It's crazy that there's a film I didn't think, even though MCU are just getting crazier and crazier. I didn't think there'd be a film that is the level of Endgame. It's yeah, I would say this is definitely the biggest. I'd say this is the biggest film to release in general since Endgame, not just within the MCU. Yeah, I can't think of something bigger since uh, 2019's Endgame. I don't think so. No, but what a fucking film! Yeah, crazy Paul. man. We're going to be very delicate. We first. are. We are. I'm sure, to be honest with you, most people aren't going to listen to this until they've seen it. No, but... And for the few of you that do, we will avoid spoilers until our spoiler section. Yeah. It it might just be that our, well, our non-spoiler excitement. section is a little bit smaller yeah. than the actual we're spoiler go- section. We're going to try and get on to the, non- to the spoilery section fairly quickly. So we're going to talk about acting. We'll do the story that's already known and just, opinions. Yeah. And that's about it. And things that were in the trailer. Things we can do basically <laughs> exactly um so do you want to try oh, yes. and synopsize uh well first off socials oh that yeah facebook.com forward slash that dan film show facebook.com forward slash dan film show and instagram that underscore dan underscore film underscore show cat. that film show oh god there's a cat there's a cat he's attacking instagram was that damn film show with underscores in between each word spider-man synopsization Ooh. i will be careful it's basically gonna be what you already know uh <laughs> I forgot how to speak. <laughs> I'm trying not to say certain names. Sp- Sp- Spooderman is, uh, had his identity revealed as of the end of the last Spider-Man film. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson, who's played by the fantastic J.K. Simmons, is uh, the person who reveals it. Uh, he is now trying to get everyone to forget by talking to Doctor Strange and doing a spell, which you see in the trailer. Mm-hmm. By doing so... Villains from past super, past Superman, past Spider-Man films. Start That'd be coming. hilarious if it was just <laughs> random just Superman random villains. Super <laughs> um, random Spider-Man villains start coming into uh, Tom Holland's universe. Uh, you've got the ones that have been, you know, the ones that are in the trailers: Doc Ock, the Lizard, Sandman, Green Goblin, and oh, Electro and Electro. Um, that's all I can say. That isn't. I mean, amazingly, this trailer revealed the trailers revealed a lot, but also hardly anything. Kind of like Endgame. Well, Endgame was very, very. You couldn't put anything. You couldn't really match it to anything. Whereas yeah. this, you can kind of go, okay, he's going to fight some villains. But yeah, that's pretty much all the trailers reveal. Thinking back on it, to what the actual story is and where it goes. Yeah, I mean, like in typical MCU fashion, there are definitely some other humdinger. Yeah. Spoilers that obviously they didn't reveal in the trailer. This one got. As this one has got as many as Endgame, I would say. Yeah, I mean, personally, I would have perhaps liked it if they hadn't have shown anything in the trailer. Yeah, but um, I guess it did build excitement. It was a good well, way I, of. I watched Jeremy Johns' um interv- uh, review of this, and he said he met someone who didn't watch any of the trailers. Oh, that he, must have been awesome. But he must have gone in and just been like, wait, what the fuck is that? Is that Dr. Octopus? And yeah. Dr. Octavius and Green Goblin? Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. that would have been awesome. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like they should have done that. But I don't know how you could have hit it. Because the thing is, is Alpha Molina revealed that he was in it about three years ago. Yes, but um, only probably with the permission of 
whether or not he did or not he hasn't acted in a while maybe he was just like yeah i'm gonna be in the new spider-man maybe that's why the trailers are showing yeah maybe that's why like well we gotta show him now yeah um then jamie fox revealed it as well yeah i I know jamie fox um wait yeah this i can't wait to go on to the spoiler section um but yeah i think the way to do it would be do the usual kind of we'll talk about acting of Mm. the actors we can talk about we'll talk cinematography and action do all the standard things and then we'll go to a point and then obviously past that point and we could just do general comments on yeah yeah um but yeah uh opinion wise fucking amazing film very enjoyable film um the cinema we saw it in as well really good oh yeah everyone was well up for it we saw literally one of the first showings in the uk like 4 30 on wednesday the 15th yeah it came out wednesday the 15th and most people couldn't see it after work i couldn't see it until after work um and yeah it that's the most excitable crowd i've seen in any film the only ones i've seen a crowd clapping before oh actually there's a couple so avengers the first one at the end everyone clapped and Mm, i kind of went okay because the first avengers is okay it's all right it's not amazing but uh oh right the first yeah. first avengers yeah. um dragon ball super broly which apparently anime audiences already like that always like that because they only do like three showings over two days for anime films but when i saw that there was people like doing like dragon ball z moves and everything going like, <laughs> come out. i was like okay this is amazing Nerds. <laughs> uh deadpool i saw on opening night at premiere time so it was like midnight the day it came out um and the audience was very very enjoying the jokes but there wasn't like clapping as such mm. um and avengers endgame we can talk about spoilers for there where captain america captures the hammer the crowd went nuts um well, and there was obviously. a couple of other moments that i can't remember too well but yeah this was pretty much every single thing that happened everyone was like hey! yeah it was a very <laughs> the tension crowd. in the room was yeah. was beautiful a thing of beauty for a while yeah it was very everyone was having a really good time i think that that is the great thing about cinema because you know people have people say that marvel films aren't you, they're you know, cinema according it, to some intelligent directors. enough yeah and it's like okay there is a lot of you know otherworldly superhero stuff and yeah uh, you know that they have a very distinct cheesy humor mm. okay fair enough but these films still do have resonance and in the places. end of the day just because a film has wide appeal and you know uh, okay some of the uh, some of the marvel films are quite cookie cutter yeah. although admittedly the past few like shang chi um the eternals they are stepping pretty heavily away from that endgame and infinity war were kind of the first to do that to get to that darker darker sort of style well this is um, the thing when you've got 28 films you're gonna have a few you're gonna stinkers. have a few yeah, you can have a few yeah, sort of male ones, but at the end of the day, I wouldn't say there's an MCU film that's so bad you can't watch it. No, even Thor: Dark World's a watchable film. It's yeah. just not. It's just probably the worst in the MCU. Mm-hmm. But yeah, any of the, all these directors saying, "Oh, it's not cinema," they're just jealous of the fact their films can't do as well. <laughs> you know, like at the end of the day, End Endgame, in my opinion, should be the number one film financially ever because. Avatar beat it, but only because it went back into cinema purely to beat it. Mm. Endgame could do that and beat it again if they wanted to. But I don't know. It just feels that End- Endgame definitely had the biggest box office earnings of all time. Then Avatar wanted to get back on top of it. So it released again in cinema at a time when nothing was on. Yeah. So, of course, it was going to make money. But, yeah. That, yeah. And I do understand, you know, you know, everyone does get a bit of a fatigue from the superhero thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's fair enough. But 
the thing is they 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 keep the thing is they keep making good films yeah and they each one has its own kind of unique spin on things and the, the good thing about marvel films or any kind of superhero films is there's so many comics mm. that you can take things in really interesting routes and that's what they're starting to do and, and this is another example of that and the end of the day the mcu is probably one of the more diverse castings that we've seen in many franchises i mean eternals had like people of different many people of different races different sexual orientation we've had um a lot you know we, we've had more female characters and more um uh, black characters in mcu than probably any other franchise in mm -hmm. years i mean heck black panther is the most successful film starring a black person ever made you know and it's i think it's like the eighth most successful film ever or something like that yeah, know, it's in the top be, 10 yeah. um so you can't deny that the mcu is is a good thing and it has that mass appeal that ultimately just because it makes fuck tons of money doesn't mean it's not good you know <laughs> Yeah, and they, and they do have sort sort of kind of repeated tropes, but they every franchise does. They, every <laughs> franchise does, and they at least they're consistent with their ones. Like if you compare them mm. to to the Warner Brothers DC, yeah. well the DCU, that's just a, a hot mess. Yeah, I mean it's improving, keep, but it's a it hot is mess. improving. But they they keep thinking they have to. They're trying to do that thing of going, oh no, well we we'll mix up the formula. Yeah, and just because something's <coughs> formulaic doesn't always mean it's bad. I and mean, the thing is, is a lot of the tropes and formulas that these films do were invented by Marvel in the first place. So yeah. But anyway, Spider Man. I should probably talk a bit about it. Uh, yeah, fantastic film. I, I mean, it, we are fresh off of it like a few hours ago, so maybe it's just the pure excitement. But I would put it in probably my top five favorite films just for the. I mean, maybe it was the atmosphere of the cinema as well, but it was yeah. just the the excitement and the hype for this film, and just the the way things went. It's just it's just incredible. And to top it off, it was really well shot. There wasn't bad CGI. No, um, the CGI was high quality. Yeah, the one sequence in particular. Yeah, the acting was really good as well. Mm -hmm. um, the story is amazing. Um, all of the characters get good amount of time like yes. there's there's two of the villains that are definitely slightly more sidelined yeah and from the trailers you can probably guess which two but they are also the two that no one really cared that much about mm. so it doesn't really matter but there had to be some casualty but even those two did more one than the other which we'll go into in spoilers but i think i know you mean <laughs> yeah got a bit more on him than the other but it was it doesn't matter because the the rest of the film is just so good. Apart from that, I mean, I can't think of a single thing I didn't like about it. You know, it's see the funny thing is is it's it's a difficult film to analyze critically because there's so much kind of excitement, excitement <laughs> bound up in it, and it's like I don't know where my criticism ends and my fan fandom <laughs> begins. I think if if I kind of brought myself down and was to, to do anything critical about the film, mm. is I think it... This is going to sound odd, but I think it could have been longer. <laughs> yeah, I almost, I think it could have almost been want an extra hours. half an hour yeah. would have done it. And it's simply because I think the second part of the film is the strongest. I think yeah. the sec there's a certain point in the film where um, the characters that you've seen in the trailer anyway are kind of together Yeah, in this 
uh, in this location. And from that point onwards, the film is is solid. It's yeah. really solid. <coughs> I would say the stuff before that's not bad. It's very good. Mm. But the pacing is a little bit rushed. Yeah, you're kind of... It, it's kind of... To be fair, it has so much to fit in that it does kind of have to rush to exactly. that point. But it could have potentially not had to if it put an extra half an hour in or even 15 minutes because 15 minutes in film Mm. you can actually cover quite a lot i mean and so take endgame for example i watched that again on monday and i can't that film is so tightly packed even at three hours and but it works because they fit everything in Mm. and this does the same thing but with an extra half an hour they could have yeah like you said kind of got that little bit more in and just made it that even bit more it's just better for a bit more a bit more of build up and a bit more of character development because i think when they start revealing villains yeah it's it, qu- it's quite quick at first then they that that point i said at where the kind of second part kicks in that improves it because they do actually slow it down because obviously by that point they don't they've established all the most of who they need to so they can kind of take their time a bit more mm. Um, like focusing on the villains and the heroes and that sort of thing and also so obviously the stuff that we've told you about where he's public enemy number one mm. that's all really well done but it's almost montaging and i feel like yeah. maybe a tiny bit more time on that another 15 minutes and it could have yeah. been even better even five ten minutes five more ten minutes just to um but it's a very minor observation um <laughs> the other is probably the same characters you were thinking i felt was a bit they were kind of sidelined but yeah there had to be somebody yeah and the and the there's technically two but one worse than the other and i think it's it's simply because they weren't strong characters to begin with then they are the least take it this way if you know the if you know the villains that are in it you know which two are the least popular and you know which ones are going to have the sideline yeah but there's all there is one particular scene well, we'll go into in the spoilers where I thought that literally feels like they didn't know what to do with the character. Yeah. So that's why the character sidelined for that sequence. Yeah. Um, two, actually. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, I can't really find issue with the rest of it. Yeah. Um, and it's even even with trying not to fandom, like, like you said, the acting's good. The story is solid and takes some twists i didn't expect and was quite <laughs> yeah pleasantly surprised yeah with. the the ending in particular which we'll get on to i was mm. impressed mm. with um but we should get on to acting and then we'll get on to spoilers yeah. um we'll start with the main star mr tom holland yeah this is probably his best well this is his best spider-man performance i would say yeah it kind of has to be doesn't it yeah um he you he's you can tell he's he, he's definitely quite a bit older it's, i mean i watched i watched the first spider-man spider-man homecoming the other day and he has aged quite a bit not mm. like in a bad way but he's he's <clears throat> he's kind of at that age where he's going to start getting a bit more adult looking and this one they need to stop saying that he's like a high schooler because he looks nothing like a high schooler <laughs> yeah. um but yeah he was really good in it there's a lot of really strong emotional scenes from him i mean in the, since the last spider-man film we've seen a few films of him that he's not spider-man in and he, he's got a good range. And good this, at. I think he took it... Like, there's a bit towards the end where he's, you know... That bit was really... Oh, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he that gives... bit was insane. I didn't I didn't see that coming at all, to be honest. Yeah, so. he's convincing. He's very convincing. And I, I think that's why <laughs> this film... Because, like I said, there was, there was a point where it was 
bit kind of rushed where I was starting to think they need to be careful here because are they going to go for just full-on kind of fan service? Because mm. if they do, it will be entertaining, but it will be kind of just a lot of action and yeah. just cameos. Or are they going to make sure to still have investing characters? And what's really good about this film is that it follows on from Homecoming and Far From Home, where it's it's still at its core value. It's a story about a kid from Queens who is struggling with responsibility, um, which has been the, the theme for throughout the, the whole Spider-Man trilogy, for, throughout his trilogy. Mm. Um, and <coughs> although it's weird to see it in a film of this scale, him still trying to get into MIT, yeah, which is what they're trying to do at the start, him, MJ, Ned. Yeah. Um, and it, 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 that's always what you want. And what the Marvel films recently have done really well is you, even with these massive scale kind of world ending threats the characters feel real and they're still facing kind of everyday issues yeah and um you know, that that's that's what grounds it if you don't have that then it does become too that's when it becomes it becomes too, too comic book too comic booky yeah you need to ground it um and moving on to zendaya who plays mj yeah she was also very good. Yeah, I, I the only thing I've seen Zendaya in apart from the Spider-Man ones is Dune, which she's in for like five seconds. Um, the Greatest Showman, which I don't like that film because it it celebrates a man who was a fucking monster. I don't like films that do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure that's it. I don't think I've seen her anything else. She's in a good film with John David Washington called Malcolm and Marie, mm. which the the whole film is them just coming back from a party and having a domestic row basically oh, right. um but they're both very good because they're it's shot during lockdown i think and oh, they're yeah. in one house and it's all very intense so they it's a very raw performances so she's definitely got yeah acting she's got chops. and but she yeah, gets more on-screen time she gets well. a lot more on-screen time and one thing they did <clears throat> one thing they did very well in this as well is her and ned get a lot of they actually have stuff to do yeah. You know, they're not or you know, it's a lot going on in this film for Spider Man and then they still manage to fit in stuff for them as well and that's that was spot on really. Yeah, Ned's like fully um what does he say he's the man in the chair? Yeah. And he is definitely doing that. And MJ, there wasn't really a point where she felt like a damsel in distress. No. She's she's just kind of still got that sarky humour. She's helping him. She, he he needs her as much as he needs Ned sort of thing you know yeah and she's like from the from homecoming she she gives off quite a kind of tough uh no nonsense attitude and demeanor mm-hmm. but she's actually quite a emotive and sensitive character as well yeah um and yeah their relationship's really convincing there's some quite sweet moments between them yeah definitely um Ned's very funny yeah N- um, Ned is Oh, what, what's the actor that plays Ned actually? I can't remember, can't remember his name. I'll look it up quick. But yeah, Ned, Ned is uh, particularly funny throughout. He starts off Jacob Batalon. Jacob Batalon, yeah. He starts off as comic relief, but again, he becomes. There are moments where he's quite emotive. It's a lot of the characters because um, her happy who's John Favreau's in this, <laughs> and he he has shown a bit of emotion in the past film. But, yeah, Endgame he did a good job, I think. But not a huge amounts. And this film does 
although it's actually very funny and there's a lot of quippiness because that's kind of spider-man's thing yeah um it's got some <coughs> very touching moments yeah um, like to be fair the spider-man franchise is very good for that oh yeah quippy but emotional but <coughs> there's all there i guess there was a fear going in that maybe because of it tackling the multiverse that that might get sidelined yeah but the i think maybe because of the same team it's, i think it's the same writers and director yeah on all three they've kept the emotion to it see that's when you get better films you keep the same yeah. directors and writers because they've got they often write stories that go right then i would do this yeah if you then do what star wars did and give it to somebody else that person's go i'm just going to write what i would do next yeah who talks apart who talks about rise of the skywalker anyway. yeah exactly but i think people <clears throat> carry on talking about this for a while yeah um right so that's the three main heroes. Then we've got Doctor Strange, of course, played by ex Benedict Cumberbund, <laughs> as I always love to call him. Uh, Cabbage Patch. I would. Say, this was an interesting performance for him because seeing him in Endgame the other day, he's got that that slight aggression. He's got that slight cockiness and everything. This, the aggression, was like ten times higher. He was mm. like he was genuinely angry in this film at so many points. And I was like, oh shit, Doctor Strange is quite scary. Um, but, but it's it's like it's a weird weird role because it's an anger born out of concern yeah because he's kind of is almost people step in as kind of tony's replacement yeah he kind of acts fatherly at he's first fatherly you know? but he goes from like very strict father to kind of concerned father and back to strict father and it's definitely like yeah it's 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 a interesting dynamic mm. um and i think that's quite a good fit because like tony stark doctor strange is not a people person no but i think there's something so endearing <clears throat> about uh peter parker that he kind of finds his cold heart melting all yeah at times um villains now any other heroes to be oh uh i suppose it's aunt may she's not in it a huge amount but she she's as good as she is in the other films she's still funny and I can't remember that actress's name. She's quite a famous actress. Um, Marissa Tomai. Marissa Tomai, that's it. Yeah, um, very, very good performances. Um, and she had a her. slightly more kind of serious role. In yeah, this she I did. Found. Because obviously it's like... And um, because now she knows who Spider-Man is and she's kind of... Ha because everyone knows who Spider-Man is, she kind of has to get involved. Her motherly side sort of comes along even stronger, which I think is quite sweet. Yeah, yeah. She She's very much... Um, because she's always been quite a strong supporting character towards him but it's been more of a joking way i found in the other ones mm. whereas this feels like she's really trying to kind of help as much yeah, as possible yeah definitely um okay actually actually villains now yeah i think that's so, um that's all of them I, i'm gonna go with the order that i think that they were the most important and two of them are very very close but alfred molina as Dr. Octavius is well, the he's most well-known one. one. He's the first out. one. Yeah. The first one to be heard about. Um, really like his character arc, where it yes. goes. Um, his performance is great. There's bits where he like sh shouts at Spider-Man, and I just found that hilarious. Because mm -hmm. um, he's still terrifying, but also still, you know, he's still just kind of fun to watch. But Yeah, they've it's, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's unusual, isn't it? Because even though the, the original Spider-Man film is kind of tongue-in-cheek mm. he's played quite straight as a character yeah uh, he, sorry spider-man Spider -Man 2 he, he yeah he's played quite, quite straight and he's uh he, he's he's menacing but he's got a purpose behind his menace which is yeah. always good there are a few bits of humor with him in that but he's he 
he's quite a serious character whereas in this um at the start there's definitely more comedy mm. um just be- simply because of the confusion of like <coughs> obviously he's confused as to why it's tom holland's peter parker yeah um, and that makes for some quite funny exchanges as does it all with all the villains because mm. obviously they're pulled from different places so they're like totally confused um so it's a lot of the humor is based on that and it works quite well yeah um then you've got willem dafoe oh yeah who i think has the strongest performance like alfred amina's is, is in no way bad but i think um willem dafoe's if anything this is a better representation of his performance as the character than the original film it was in. always gonna be it was willem so dafoe, good wasn't it? i mean his split personality side is so well done in this it's amazing yeah. the green goblin's always been one of my favorite villains mm. Like there, there are issues with the original Spider-Man film, but Willem Dafoe's performance and the Green Goblin, the way it was done, was fucking awesome. Yeah, and to have it kind of brought back, and like you say, possibly even improved. Yeah, was really good. There's a <coughs> twist with his character which was very well done. Mm. Um, Dafoe's performance is brilliant. Yeah, uh, he's again got that kind of split personality thing that he did in the and, uh, original. We won't say how, and Pete, you can see this in the trailer, but his face is in it a lot more. Obviously, in the original, is all his mask. Mm. But Willem Dafoe is a very good facial actor, and I'm glad they realized that and used it to their advantage. Yeah, because he's he's a creepy looking dude. Yeah, like he, he, well, when he wants he, 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 when he wants to be, he doesn't always have to be creepy. No, no, but yeah, no. He, he he's can not permanently creepy. creepy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not I'm not saying he's good. He, I don't want to well, insult Willem Dafoe's face, but he can mm. switch on it. He's got a very um animalistic yeah face. he's got fangs like proper fangs yeah, yeah, yeah. i think are just his normal teeth yeah and quite a, a pronounced yeah jawline jaw um but yeah he, he was fantastic as well the the next biggest villain jamie fox yeah i think so in terms of big like, character change he's more Huge. like he's more like jamie fox in baby driver than he it's more is. like jamie fox in everything yeah and everything else. because the weird thing about amazing spider-man 2 is that I've never seen Jamie Foxx. Well, I guess the only other films I've seen him different in are Collateral, because he's quite a yeah, mellow character. Yeah. And Ray, because he's playing Ray Charles. Yeah. But the rest of the time, Jamie Foxx has got Normally quite a Normally a bit of a badass. Yeah. yeah. He's cool. Uh, he's quite quippy. Um, and that's what he is in this, strangely. Yeah, they, they kind of... I think that was a good choice, and they don't really explain why he's so different. But fuck it, he's better. It, no, it's, they it's don't better. actually do that. But like, you can just put up to it's a multiverse thing. But fuck it. Well, I um, guess it's guess is one of those things where maybe they knew that the Green Goblin and Doc Rock were really good villains. Yeah, but the films themselves were slightly clunky. I mean, although whereas that. Electro wasn't well done. No, he was a uh, he was a great actor for the for Electro, and his powers and everything were cool and well done. It's just yeah, why was he blue? And yeah, they didn't do a good job with him the, in the film. The but... elements weren't there, so it makes sense that they would redesign his character. Yeah, um, and he's quite a big threat. He's like, qu- yeah, he's. I'd say he's probably the most threatening out of a lot of them, but the unhingedness of green goblin is what makes him such a threat as well yeah because green goblin's always been psychological terror and just kind of the maniacalness whereas with with electro it's 
literally how um, destructive he is. Mm. Because the first time he turns up is literally where he's surrounded <clears throat> by uh, pylons and telephone wires. Yeah. And it is quite devastating the electrical amount of power, power he uses. He's like, yeah. he's like, you ever play that game Infamous? Yeah. It's like that. He's just wielding pure electricity. Yeah. He's fu- you fucking see how terrifying. proper dangerous he is in this. Yeah. Um, then, well, that's the most prominent ones. The last two, the lizard and Sandman. Are the weakest. Yeah, the thing is, like we said, they are the two least used characters. They're the, the least popular characters. Heck, Sandman in his own film wasn't even that big no. of a part of it. But performances are still good. They didn't do anything wrong there. They improved no. Lizard's animation. He looks a lot better than he did in Amazing Do you think Spider-Man. so? I didn't think much of it still. It's not so much that his design has improved. It's more like he's more detailed. You can see like the scales of him mm. more. The mouth is clearer. He's not so much in the dark at all times like he was in that film. He looks a, quite a bit improved. He's not perfect, Yeah. but I suppose they couldn't change him too much. He still needs that snout, but well, they, you they still didn't need to recognize it. who it is. Yeah. I mean, I found Sandman looked a lot better. Sandman looked really good, actually. And it yeah, was... it was like the detail of the sand, like th- something about the the sh- the shape and structure. Don't get me wrong, the Sam Raimi good. version actually, he still looks pretty good. He does, but like that bit when he first stands out in Sam Raimi's one, where he stands out of the sand pit and starts mm. walking forward. Yes, the CGI is obviously CGI, but it's very well done how he starts walking forward and then slowly becomes an actual person rather than being CGI. Yeah, and it, yeah. that still looks pretty good today. Yeah, it's more the kind of later on where he becomes big dust clouds. It doesn't <laughs> look so good in the Raimi one. Mm. But in this one, it, it looks better. Yeah. Um, and again, his, when he does whip up sandstorms, mm. it is quite um, intimidating. Yeah. Um, with the lizard, I didn't feel like he was in it that much. He didn't really need and to be. And he didn't be. do anything. No, really. he was just kind of there to be, well, one of the other villains from a Spider-Man film. They got all of the main ones, apart from Spider-Man 3's Venom, who no one wants to see Spider-Man 3's Venom. <laughs> but this, this is the problem, isn't it? Is that it's always going to be tricky when they're limited to the fact that you kind of have to have Lizard and Sandman mm. because there's only, what, five... <clears throat> five of those films mm. before uh the mcu took over yeah so and out of those it's only two out of five which are really good yeah um obviously they've improved electro you can't really use james franco's green goblin anymore for oh no obvious God, reasons no. um but yeah i think i don't know what they could have done with lizard but there's even there is literally a scene where someone even points out where's lizard and they went oh he didn't want to come Oh yeah, he stays. Um, he's he's yeah. outside, and it's like that. They that obviously like don't know what to, to do with them because that whole sequence. I won't say what it is because it's it is a spoiler. But every villain in it is doing something useful or important, apart from Lizard. Ah. And it's like, yeah, that's a shame. You can see why. I mean, to be fair, he was. They don't even show him get captured. Uh, no, because yeah, Doctor Strange does it. Yeah, yeah. which again is like there was no. Whereas all the others, you do see yeah. how it comes to pass. So I, I did feel, yeah, that was a shame. Mm. But but yeah, uh, other than that, th- th- I mean, they were all great performances. But yeah, you know. Um, right, okay. As acting, we'll do a bit on cinematography because we don't want to go too long. We're half an hour in now. But 
cinematography i would say this is the best out of the three in terms of cinematography some fantastic shots in it yeah because um, they obviously up the action in this one especially um, yeah so there's a lot of moving parts yeah the choreography in this was particularly good i thought and some really good fight scenes yeah definitely um and although the like yeah probably like the first 20 minutes the pacing is a bit rushed but after that the pacing is like perfect yeah exactly um, and yeah so th there's a lot of really well done shots they do a lot of dark and gritty shots. There's a bit where Tom Holland is like standing watching the screen and J.J. Abrams is mm. not J.J. Abrams. Oh, yeah, that's Abrams, a, yeah. J.K. Simmons, and it's like raining. That bit's really, really cool shot. Yeah, that was very pretty. Um, um, and some very cool shots at the end as well. That yeah. I won't say about the up, but... It's got a very good cinematic mm. uh, scope. Um, there's a g good use of sound. Um, yeah, um, sound effects are particularly strong, especially electro and oh, green goblins like grenades and everything. Yeah, sound awesome. And there's some some kind of surreal moments where characters are kind of slightly <laughs> tripping out. Yeah, um, and getting kind of affected by the obviously impact of the multiverse. Opening, yeah, and that's done really well. Oh, and uh, CGI in particular is very well done. Like. Um, I was worried when they said Octavius's arms were going to be CGI, which is, I expected it. He is a lot older. He's in his like 60s, I think now. Mm. So having big, giant mechanical puppet arms is going to be difficult for him. And he's not going to really be able to move around that much. Yeah. But they looked really good. They didn't look out of place. They still looked as like almost, they're, there's a, a bit more of a shine to them than they were in the original mm -hmm. when they were the real things. Like, I don't think anything could top that scene in the surgery room. Oh, that amazing. still looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, but you won't be disappointed. Yeah. You won't be like, oh, it's rubbish. It's, mm -hmm. it's just, it's good. It's still good. Um, and yeah, the CGI everywhere else, this, this is like CGI to the grade of Endgame. Like, oh, yeah. you know, all of the characters look good. Electro, especially when he's got like when this is in the trailer, but when he kind of flashes and he's got like his mask from the cartoons, that looks awesome. Yeah, um, so you can see his the his eyes actually. Yeah, electrifying. Um, but yeah, no issues there at all. I don't know what the budget was for this film. I don't know if it was anywhere near End Games, but they used it well. Yeah, because um, um, there was a the the scene that's in the trailer. Obviously, when Doc Ock turns up, you see a bit of the destruction. But his fight mm. with Doc Ock on the bridge is really cool. Yeah, yeah, that Very was well cool. Done. Very well orchestrated. <laughs> um, there's one bit with Doctor Strange, which I won't go into too much. Oh, detail. yeah. He's in that the trailers as well, amazing. but that was sick. <laughs> that was absolutely amazing. Um, and yeah, that, like, it's odd because I'm not a huge fan of CGI. No. But even I was like, that's that's. At the end of the day, me. these kind of films, you're gonna have to ha you're gonna have to have CGI. Yeah. If you're doing it that well, I don't mind. Well, they did it in Far From Home, didn't they, with Mysterio? Yeah. And I really love. Oh, that, that was sequence. also especially the um, like the sequence where he's like, hit, yeah, like snow globe. All that's that amazing. It's really impressive. So when used well, especially, the only thing I would say is at the end, and I don't know, maybe if on the second watch, because it was on such a big screen, maybe mm. it was just so overwhelming but there was which we can't really talk about yet too much but it did get a bit confusing to follow mm. the action later on yeah um, it was still really good but just there were kind of a few shots where i kind of was so overwhelmed you kind of need to be lost to track yeah there's kind of a few bits you need to see again because the action just really ramps up again and obviously he's swinging around a lot so it's a bit dizzying yeah um but again, like I said, maybe on a, another watch when I'm slightly further back from the screen, it might be easier. I'm to... hoping to see this again before Christmas. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah that'd be cool. Um, 
that is pretty much it. The rest is going to have to be spoilers because there is so many that we need to talk about. Yes. I mean, I guess before jumping into spoilers, I would say that this is a very enjoyable film. Yeah. I mean, if you enjoy the MCU and you you also enjoy Spider-Man in general, you'll really enjoy this. Yeah. Um, but I, with them bringing back all the I don't I don't stuff. think anyone's going to leave disappointed kind of thing, you know. No. And it's still if if you're worried that it's going to become too much of fan service, mm. it's still got a heart and story yeah. to it. The if fan service is perfectly fine if you still got a good story to back it up, so which this does. And there are a few minor faults, but there's so yeah. much there's so much there's stuff so that much is, good that it covers yeah, exactly. up any of them sort of exactly. things like yeah and it is a perfect finish to that trilogy i think yeah. john watts has done a brilliant job and yeah i would i would ha- be happy for them to do the next three as well that they've talked about yeah possibly yeah, yeah. um cool are we going to do guest first or yes, how are we, we going to do we'll, it? we'll do guest okay that's, that's classic get the uh curtain ready who's it going to be this week dan hello uh, right okay hang on okay Ready? Wait. Yes! Hell yeah! Hey, come on, baby! Come on! Yes! Come on! Yes! Yes! Thank you, Thank Mr. You Gets. Well, if you don't want spoilers, <laughs> you trust me, leave. you don't. Yeah, this is going to get This is going to get very fun. spoilery. So goodbye if you didn't want spoilers. But if you did, oh my fucking god! Every leak was real. Fucking even the <laughs> even the fucking Daredevil one. Daredevil's in it. Fucking, I guess we should start with that one. I, I just, I just gonna fucking. I was so happy. Like it's the fact that oh, it's the fact that all in all the trailers, everyone was like, "Is that Daredevil? That's got to be Matt Murdock. He he's, he's defending him in a courtroom." Mm. No, that's not him. But it is him when he fucking needs a lawyer and he comes to his house. And the way they just start with like his the sh- first shot is like his stick. And I was like, oh my god, that's Daredevil's stick. And then he walks in and it's just like, oh god. Yeah, me, you, Daredev- and, ben, me, me, you and Ben were like, what? Like, a lot of gasps in the cinema. Uh, we, I won't say what, but we watched something else earlier before we saw Spider Man that. Kind, I mean, they, Kevin Feige did say last week that Daredevil was coming back. Yeah. And when I saw the leaked image about a month ago, a month or so ago, I was like, if that's real, that's amazing. And when Kevin Feige, in an interview with Amy Pascal, the Sony version of Kevin Feige, mm-hmm. said, oh, if you see Daredevil again, it will be Charlie Cox. We don't know when, we don't know how, but it will be him. The fact that he said it in that specific interview and not one of the hundreds of others he'd had in the last year, I was like, he's in it then. Yeah. Why would he announce it in an interview with her when she has nothing to do with the rest of the MCU? And also the lineage. Because yeah, famously, he, he Spider-Man goes and Daredevil. I mean, I know they all cross over, but Spider-Man and Daredevil are very big ones because they're ones. near each other physically in New York. Exactly. I've, there is actually a comic where, I haven't read it, I heard about it the other day, where Matt Murdock needs to defend Daredevil in court so he gets Spider-Man to dress up as Daredevil. What? <laughs> exactly. It's one of the comics, apparently. But that oh, sounds hilarious. literally just for a court so they don't he, realize it's him so yeah they, obviously matt murdoch can't defend daredevil <laughs> if he's got to be in the suit so he asked peter to do, do it you instead. Think they like swap around again <laughs> maybe probably, there's probably each other. opportunity where like spider-man's like uh peter's like i've got to sit a test can you uh, <laughs> can you do it what the blind man do a test <laughs> or um, like crime by swinging <laughs> into buildings <laughs> but yeah I, I say daredevil's in it matt murdoch's in it but he is still daredevil 
It's a very short scene. It's very short, but it's all it needed to be because they didn't need to pay attention to him being back. They just needed to confirm that Charlie Cox is still Daredevil and that makes everyone fucking happy. But it was a great scene. He basically just says to them, I believe you that you didn't do these things. I believe you didn't kill Mysterio. And then someone throws a rock through the window and he catches it. And then this is the great line. Uh, the Spider-Man goes like, how the hell did you do that? And he goes, I'm a very good lawyer. And mm. that's just like fucking amazing. I don't... Yeah. I don't know how they're going to fit him into the MCU. I hope they just go making the same as Netflix series, making dark, making gritty, making gory, making bloody. That's what his character is. You can do that, Disney. You can separate your stories a little bit. At the end of the day, you've got Blade coming, which is going to have to be, yeah. and Deadpool, which cannot go lower than a 15. His comedy just wouldn't work. Yeah, so. and I mean, you could you can make it appropriate like, <clears throat> like they did in this. Yeah. Matt Murdock, I mean, let's be honest, in the Daredevil show, the violent bits aren't with Matt Murdock. So mm. all the courtroom stuff is pretty yeah. uh, non-violent. And obviously it's once he puts on the suit that he's bloodily beating people. Yeah. So you can, <coughs> if you're careful with it, you can have him turn up in certain things in like films like that, because that was probably, what, 12? Yeah. But then with his own thing, yeah, I think yeah, you want to keep I, it. They need to keep it at 15 at least, because it need, uh, and I hope they carry on the Netflix story. And obviously, you know, with... with Charlie Cox being back as Daredevil, we're probably going to get Kingpin back as well. Kingpin's one, I'd say Kingpin's probably one of the best villains in the MCU altogether. Yeah, and so. Daredevil's the one that's definitely the strongest show and did the best. Like, I do like a lot of the mm. other ones, but like, so for example, The Punisher's my favorite character. Yeah, I hope he comes back as well. But, and now that Charlie Cox is back, there's every chance that could happen. Yeah, but I must admit, the show of The Punisher. Is really good in places, but in terms of consistency, it doesn't beat Daredevil. No, that's why my favorite se- series is season two mm. because it has best of both worlds, the best series, but it has Punisher in it. So yeah, it's like, oh my god, this is made for me. See, I think it's a toss up between, well, to be honest, all three seasons are amazing, but three that brutal fight with Kingpin at the end and the mm. way he's just like, yeah, I beat you at the end. I'm just like. Yeah, all right. Um, but anyway, yeah, for Spider-Man, Charlie Cox is fucking in it as Daredevil. Uh, oh, my God, it's so good. I like, as soon as that happened, the next big spoiler just had to be true. Fucking Andrew Garfield and Tommy Maguire are back in oh, it as Spider-Man. The big ones, Let's just though. fucking do it. Yeah. Oh, I was, like, I know, I know that, you know, if they were going to have the villains, they must have the Spider-Man. It would be so stupid not to. It wouldn't yeah. make any sense thematically. It wouldn't make any sense from a fan side of things. But it was that crowd went fucking nuts yes. when yeah. the scene where <clears throat> so Ned can use the signet ring to break uh, yeah. portals <laughs> and he starts wanting to find Peter Parker. He finds Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker. And as soon as they open that port and you could see there was someone in the Spider-Man suit, I was like, that's not fucking Tom Holland. And he gets starts getting closer. His eyes are really like thick white in like a different shape, slightly different shape from the other two. And then when he jumped in, that crowd just went fucking nuts. And they went nuts again when he takes his mask off. Mm-hmm. And then like two minutes later, he tries pulling another Peter Parker through. And it's of course Tobey Maguire. Everyone went fucking nuts again. Oh God, it was the best reaction because... If everyone else didn't start screaming and clapping, I probably would have. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, yeah, oh, it's just me. But no, the entire fucking room went nuts. Yeah, it was great. Um, I, I mean, it's also... Oh, it's so good. It's one of those things where, like you said, 
you kind of had a feeling that it was coming. Yeah, it had, it had to be true. But when it finally got revealed that it was true, it made, didn't make it any less exciting. Yeah, and you never know with <clears throat> actors. Maybe they don't want to or they no. can't. So I, maybe they could get one but not the other. But the fact that they yeah. got both was amazing. And I will say as well, Andrew Garfield can fucking act during interviews because he was really good at when he got asked those questions in interviews at deflecting them really well. Now, obviously if the thing is is he wouldn't have been asked those questions in interviews if it wasn't true sony would have sony would have told the interviewer you're not allowed to ask about spider-man you know if, if, if he wasn't in it they wouldn't have said it but by going you can ask him if he's in the new spider-man film he's not but you can ask him that builds masses of hype because that yeah. gets everyone talking yeah. and obviously toby mcguire wasn't in any interviews because he's not i don't think he really does much acting anymore i think he's kind of he's very low-key isn't he yeah yeah um but yeah not only are they in it but they're both fucking great they still play the characters really well yeah. and i would say andrew garfield's still i would say tom holland's fantastic as well but i'd say he's probably one of the best actors as spider-man like not that he's the best spider-man but as an i think he's one of the strongest actors yeah he's got such a range and like um you know when that they start talking about like their relationships and everything. And there's a bit where they have to talk about uncle Ben and everything. Mm. And he instead talks about Gwen Stacy. Like the reaction he gets is like really strong. And like, is, as it was in amazing Spider-Man too, yeah, there yeah. was such good chemistry between him and Gwen St- uh, and uh, Emma Stone. Yeah. That, you know, and he just pulls it off here. I think he's fantastic. I think he's a really good actor. I want to see him in more, but it was great to see him back in this. And, uh, it is funny that that leak from I think about a year ago now, where <clears throat> so you know the bit where there he's kind of like holding onto the bar and talking to Tobey Maguire's Spider Man about the fact he's got web <laughs> fluid yeah. like just comes out of his hands. Um, that was leaked the blue screen version about a year ago, like literally just someone had, must have taken the footage and whacked it online, and it was blue screen background with the bar with him with his mask off, and it looks like he says something like web fluid but he actually says web web block oh yeah because there was no sound and people like nah it's a deep fake it's definitely not real and then people started analyzing a bit oh look that isn't real and then a channel that i actually trust to analyze it analyzed it and went if that's deep fake then we need to hire whoever did it because they're better than us and those guys put disney to shame and literally got hired to replace some of the people on the lucas arts so the lucas film so yeah that was quite a big sign that was going to be real then you started getting the leaked images and all this stuff. There was only the two, the one where Daredevil sat at the table and then the three Spider-Men. But yeah, the, it's still the fact that it was fucking real and they're in it and they're so good in it. They're only in it for, what, half an hour, you'd probably yeah. say? Yeah, it's the, it must be a bit <clears throat> is, longer than that. Maybe to be fair, it was, le- it was rumored, or, or at this, to be honest, leaked at this point that it was about half an hour to 40 minutes. But at the same okay. time, that's a long time if you take into consideration that Darth Vader is only on screen for 30 minutes, uh, 30 to 40 minutes in the original right. trilogy. Yeah. So <clears throat> they get a lot, they get a plenty of screen time. You won't be disappointed for how long they're there for. Yeah. And they're, they're all, um, they're all brilliantly different. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, it's, it's bizarre to see such good chemistry between three different iterations of Spider-Man. Spider-Man. It, I, you can tell. So like, um tom holland said in interviews before that he made a, a whatsapp chat with the three of them as soon as they met at parties you can tell that they were probably friends before they actually did this because they have 
yeah, like you said, they have fantastic chemistry. It, yeah, they have proper banter. It it's... feels like a lot of it might have been ad-libbed as well. Oh, possibly. Yeah, yeah it's very natural. Um, and I, I, it's one of those interesting things because everyone's going to have a different reaction to certain yeah. Spider-Man. So that cinema, I would say, because of the demographic, we had people that were... Are, all age groups, It yeah. was all age groups, but you had mainly slightly younger than us. Um, <coughs> who went mad for Andrew Garfield? I think yeah. he got the biggest reaction. But for me personally, Toby Maguire well, it was, was Toby Maguire. I mean, I think if Toby Maguire came in first, it would have been as big a reaction. But it's just, I think it's because it's Andrew Garfield one. came in, and it's like, yeah. holy fuck, it's true, they are in it. Um, but I think also it, it, there is part of it is the one you grew up with. Mm. So I've got such a fondness for Toby Maguire's yeah. Spider Man. I I prefer Toby Maguire as well, but mm. yeah. And and I, I think he's the most different. Yeah. Because obviously he's aged the most. <laughs> yeah, um, I think he's just just shy of fifty now. I think. Yeah. So they've kind of had to. Andrew Garfield. He still looks quite young. So they I can think he's get, coming up to forty. Yeah. Yeah. They but they can get away with him kind of still being. It's interesting how they're dissimilar. all almost exactly a decade apart. Yeah. 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 But I love the 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 scene when they first come in as well. It's so well done. Like. Bit quippy, bit like serious, like the way they get I know stick to something and he just kind of holds his hand up and touches the roof <laughs> and holds there, yeah. and then cleans the cobweb, and then when Toby Maguire shows up and they have that quick little fight of like webbing each other, I love the way you can tell Toby Maguire is the most experienced because he just stops him almost instantly. Yeah, um, he, there's definitely something nice about him being a bit more of a wiser, older. Yeah, because he, he would be and. It was, it was interesting how he said, um, like, him and Mary Jane worked out in the end. So it's quite nice that he does have some kind of a future with her sort of thing. Um, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> the also, um, it's, I thought it was a really nice touch that, <coughs> obviously, we're in the spoiler zone. There's a bit where, well, Aunt May dies. Yeah, which was, uh, I which didn't see that surprise, coming. Big surprise. And it was fucking brutal because she basically, there's, to kind of bring it back to where it is, Green Goblin or Norman Osmond switches and becomes Green Goblin again, gets his glider, starts fighting Spider-Man. That fucking scene where he's beating him through like walls and stuff was brutal Insane. as all hell. Yeah. And then he's just a machine in that bit. Yeah, he uses his glider to burst through the wall and smacks into her back. I thought she was dead then. But the fact that it teases you by the fact she gets back up, you can tell she's not well, but you think she's alright, and then she starts toppling and then she goes. That was so fucking harsh. And she acts that really well. She did, yeah. That's what I meant earlier when she was like, she's. It was a great performance from from her. But that was fantastic. And again, Tom Holland as well. Like that emotional strength was mm. so fucking good. That that scene was for all of the action and all of the comedy and all of the fat fan service in there. That was still one of the best scenes of the film because it was, yeah, it just hit hard, you know. Yeah, which is this film is like a great mixture. It's like a big bubbling pot of styles um and ultimately they do complement them each other well enough yeah so i mean and you know it's a nice <laughs> roller coaster of stuff because you can go from which is kind of keeping the tradition of <coughs> spider-man it oscillates between uh quippy and light-hearted to very serious yeah i mean that's been the style going back to the comics like and it's you know you have that scene and then you know a while later you have fr the free peter parkers yeah i mean they have a 
hey peter and they all go yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. what peter no, parker, peter parker. No, we're, we're all, all peter still parker. there <laughs> spider-man yeah. we're all spider-man yeah that sort of thing yeah there's there was some really the, like the action with the three of them was amazing like the different you could see all the slightly different styles and everything they had but yeah that scene when they're like building the equipment to to so they're all curing all of the villains which i thought was an interesting way to go yeah um that bit's really good and i, I loved the talk between andrew garfield and Tevin Maguire. oh that was brilliant that was really that was really nice um there's like genuine affection and yeah I, I feel like it's quite um because obviously in all the films and they do feel like real people like in yeah all, all the films they've got you know their various friends like harry and characters they're you know close to mm. but they're they always slightly the idea of peter parker is he always feels slightly alone because yeah no one else really understands what he's going through and so it's nice in this film that, that they, they talk actually, about it they can all actually and um, i i did know. like the way that tom mcguire kind of like it gets better and you know like it sounds like i i, I assume they were kind of hinting at the fact that he's kind of with mary jane oh yeah four kids um live in the cotswolds <laughs> <laughs> but it was interesting that garf andrew garfield's i loved what they what his character art was where he was saying like um after she died i i, I kept you know being spider-man and fighting on yeah, yeah. um but then he said at some point i just stopped pulling my punches and it yeah. sounds like he got really really fucking like brutal which i know does happen in some of the comics but that was really interesting to see because like he was he, he's probably the most well he is the most quippy out of all three of them i would say yes um but he's also the most emotionally driven character mm. and it was just really interesting because he's kind of like so after aunt may dies spider-man kind of goes uh, tom holland it's weird that you can't say spider-man now uh tom holland kind of goes to hide away and mary jane what well, mj because her name's not actually mary jane is it it's like michelle, michelle Jones, yeah. yeah um but yeah they go and find find him and he's about to push this box thing that dr strange has got that will return them all to their timelines but will also kill all the villains um and he's about to push it and then you know he he says no one else understands what he's going through but of course those two understand more than anyone because they feel responsible for getting their uncle ben killed and yeah. him getting gwen stacy killed i'm glad they didn't just go with andrew garfield's oh i got uncle ben killed because he didn't really get uncle ben killed it he didn't stop the guy who was robbing the store but it's not like the guy in like with tim mcguire's it's not like he ran past him it's not like he directly could have stopped him at that moment yeah and it's not the main no. main drive like whereas Gwen Stacy Gwen Stacy was and for Tobey Maguire yeah. it was Uncle Ben so it's like the one they focused in on the most really, yeah wasn't it and with Andrew Garfield as well with Gwen Stacy like he would beat himself up because he promised her father he would stay away because yeah. he didn't want her to get hurt and then from a direct thing of knowing him he got her yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah that was a really strong emotional scene Tobey Maguire you can kind of tell it's been much longer for him so he kind of can deal with it a bit better but the only thing with seeing those two again though is it makes me want another film with them like i know <laughs> yeah. a lot of people don't like amazing spider-man 2 and yes it is the worst out of all of them but there is is it worse than spider-man 3 i don't know Sp i suppose not but at the same time there's you know what of all of the spider-man films are still good films even <laughs> amazing spider-man 2 because yes okay the green goblin was undercooked and they tried too hard to make the sinister six build up mm. but the action's good the music in the second one at least is good um 
the acting is fantastic. Gwen Stacy's death is really. I a lot of people say it's badly done. I think it's done really well done. No, no, it's not. That, um, that's not what's badly done no. about that film. <clears throat> there, there is problems with it, and mm. I would say it has the most glaring problems next to Spider Man Three. But I'd say they're all enjoyable, and I would, I would love to see another one from each of them because mm. I know it'll it millions to one chance that happen. But that'd be so cool. Just be like, yeah, Andrew, see Andrew Garfield. Maybe do it straight after this film where they walk back or something. But, um, but yeah, I would love to see that. Um, then, well, what other spoilers are? So that's kind of your main key spoilers. All of the all of the things that leaked, like I said, were all real. Um, what everyone thought from the trailers, like the extended bit of trailer from the Brazil the Brazil trailer where the lizard gets hit. You're right. That is where Andrew Garfield is kicking him. Um, <clears throat> the shots that were clearly too wide for just one person and like the, the setup of villains attacking Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You're right. They're not attacking one Spider-Man. They're attacking three. And the bit where in the trailer he lands on top of the Statue of Liberty. Everyone was like, there's enough space for two more people. The way that shot, the way it spanned out, there should be two more. And lo and behold, they were yeah. cut out of the trailer. It's, it's so... I get the feeling Sony didn't do the marketing because I feel if Sony did, we would have known they were in it. Yeah, maybe. I reckon reckon Marvel probably handled it. Marvel pretty good at keeping things on the Yeah, I mean, look how well they did with Infinity War and Endgame. Endgame had so many changes to its trailers. They didn't even... Like, the suits that they wear in Endgame, the white ones so they could shrink, aren't in the trailers. They use their normal suits in the trailers. Oh, okay. Which is... Interesting because they did say they were were originally going to stick with that plan, but they decided to change it. But Endgame's trailers give nothing away, mm. and although this gives away what villains are in it, the trailers still give away nothing beyond that. They don't. There's also a nice twist which you briefly mentioned, where they um, Tom Holland's Spider-Man tries to basically Doctor Strange captures them and contains them, whilst um, yeah, uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man is rounding them up yeah and the idea is that they'll banish them back to their own where they'll all be killed but because it was at the point where they should have all been killed obviously tom holland's like well no maybe they should get a second chance yeah then they're trying to find a cure and i thought that was a really interesting way to take it i didn't see it going that way And i like the way they cured octavius straight away yes and he was back to normal Mm. um and then they have that big fight. He bursts out of the building and then he kind of goes missing. But then he comes back at the end and saves the Spider-Mans and everything. And even though I could see uh, Green Goblin's twist coming, it was still acted really well. Yeah, um, I, I didn't expect whole... him to get Aunt May killed either. I didn't see that No, I didn't see that coming. I mean, I saw that it was an act, but... Yeah, I, I don't like think it way. was. I think he, he actually just switched. Do you reckon? Yeah, because well, when he starts, he smashes his mask, doesn't he, to to stop in his head for a bit and then when he comes back into the room because he is actually because he helps peter build the chip for octavius he does i think he's just the green goblin kicks back it because the that was in the original film that he's constantly fighting with that personality i think he did um and from the way he acts when he is cured at the end he goes back to how he was in the in the that's what's great about willem defoe's performance that because of the nature of the split personality a bit like the film Split, you're never quite sure. Yeah, you're never quite sure who's steering the ship, and that makes it so terrifying. But yeah, he he was great, and the when when he kills Aunt May, and then Peter's like, 
just just wants to kill him because he, he gives up on trying to cure them. He's decided now I'm just going to send you back and let your own universes deal with them. Mm-hmm. But then MJ and the other uh, Peter Parkers help him realize you know, he should still save them. Um, but when he ends up on the Statue of Liberty's Captain America shield, which it has now, and that brutalness of beating him. The only thing I didn't like is when he showed his face, he had no blood on it. But the way oh, he yeah. was beating the shit out of him was really dark. And then he picks up the glider to stab him. And I was like, I know one of the Spider-Man's going to stop him, but I'm glad it was Tony McGuire. Yeah, I agree. And it was because obviously Andrew Garfield didn't kill anybody. Uh, Tony McGuire kind of did. He he basically killed his who he thought was the killer. Um, well, he did dodge. But he was responsible. For no, no, not though. not Green Goblin, the oh, guy, yeah, guy yeah, he yeah. thought killed Uncle Ben, which turned out to be Sandman. Yeah, but again, he let him walk backwards out. Of yeah, the... but he he was going to kill him. I think is what. Yeah, he could have saved him, but he just left him yeah, to it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> but yeah, I thought that was a really strong emotional scene as well. And then Green Goblin stabs him, and everyone was like, "Shit, no, they're killing off Tobey Maguire!" And then he's like, oh, "I've been stabbed before." <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was um, funny also i don't know if it's a bully Maguire reference or if it's a spider-man whatever film it's from two is it my back it, that was brilliant. Oh, really, that was a yes yeah, spider-man's got back problems and he goes oh it's my back <laughs> um but yeah the, the banter between all of them was really good that scene the scenes when they were just talking to each other i think with the best parts of it the audience was just lapping it up oh definitely. it was amazing yeah, yeah. Uh, and the bit when they're trying to like boost Andrew Garfield's uh, morale, <laughs> they go, "You are amazing." And it's like, "Oh, I get because he's amazing, Spider Man." Yeah, yeah. Um, it, like at points, it laid it on quite thick, but in a kind of, "I'm happy a, for yeah, this to be laid on." This thick. this is absolutely fine because they yeah. they they did a lot of the jokes, and I love the fact they um, paid attention to the fact that Ant- Tobey Maguire's got like um, natural web yeah and they're like yeah. oh what's that oh it's web fluid you know to shoot my webs and like andrew garfield's like yeah you know and he's like what are you talking about and he just shoots at a lamb and they're like ah. <laughs> how does that where does that come from and then they make the joke does it only come out of your wrist yeah <laughs> <clears throat> incredible it's something that mcu are, are quite good at doing is that taking old uh, taking elements of past things that maybe don't quite work but have mm. potential and then fixing them this this does a lot of it takes a lot of good things from like you're saying there's good stuff in the amazing spider-man 2 there's good stuff in spider-man 3 mm-hmm. it's just it doesn't work and the mcu have found a way to <laughs> do it well which mm. is which is important so. yeah um other spoilers wise venom's not really in it <laughs> he shows up in an after credit scene and it's um tom hardy sat a bar and a guy's explaining to him about the Avengers and the fact this world is full of superheroes. And there's a bit of banter between him and Venom. And he gets drunk, but then he gets walked back to his own reality because they fix everything. Uh, but he leaves behind a tiny drop of the Venom suit. And then, so Venom is coming into the MCU, the actual symbiote, which was quite cool. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that was a funny sequence. I bet that yeah. pissed people off. But... Oh, we got a crazy cat. Um. Then, very, very last thing. I can't think of any other spoilers. Can you, apart from the last after credits? Uh, <clears throat> don't think so. Um, <clears throat> but basically, no. all, all expectations for this film and more were done. Oh, there's the 
he does us basically the original spell at the start is to oh make yeah forget forget that he's spider-man he does have to do that whereas at the end because everyone from the other universe so the thing you see in the trailer with the purple split at the sky all of all of spider-man's other villains i saw um craven was oh, in you that saw some, did you? Yeah. yeah yeah so there was craven there was the original cartoony rhino okay um like a big rubbery suit one there was a couple of others but i couldn't quite make them out there's a channel called new rock stars that will analyze the shit out of that scene um whole film <clears throat> they're the ones who figured out loads of like that they're, they're the ones who figured out where daredevil could be and everything else oh, amazing um but <clears throat> they even figured out that andrew garfield would save mj yeah, I because mean, it's you could thematically. See that. You could see that, yeah. But that was, I thought that was really sweet as well to give him that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people like that in the uh, audience. <clears throat> um, but uh, yeah, the, the only other thing I can really. Oh, yeah, the spell. So the way it ends is very interesting because it's got such a connotation for the future of the franchise. Mm. <clears throat> so he. Re... <clears throat> in order to stop everyone coming through, Doctor Strange has to do a spell that will make everyone forget who Peter Parker is. So no one knows who he is, which is really sad because Aunt May's dead now, so he can't exactly go to her, even if she did remember him. Can't get a happy. Can't get a happy because he doesn't know who he is. Tony Stark is dead, so he can't get to him. Um, even Doctor Strange won't remember him, which is crazy if you think about it because oh, like, he's yeah. the one casting the spell. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, literally no one knows who he is. He can go and talk to people and introduce himself, <clears throat> but everyone forgets who he is. Um, but everyone still knows the Spider-Man exists because J.J. J. Jonah Jameson is talking about him at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's brutal because he promises M- MJ and Ned that he'll go tell them who he is and remind them. But when he gets there, he realizes that they're better off without him. So he just leaves. Which and is he, an interesting decision. Yeah. And he's he's now on a character arc that kind of goes the same way of the games in a sense. He's going to be this older, more miserable spider-man he sacrificed everything literally he's made a new suit that looks almost like the cartoony spider-man suit it looks awesome i thought it was a mixture of garfield and mcguire it looked like yeah it was definitely, it was definitely the, a strange it's mix it's got the mask of mcguire but yeah. it had the blueness of garfield but i'm guessing he's still got all the the stark tech in there oh, but undoubtedly <clears throat> but uh yeah it's really cool to see that and it's very interesting to now see him completely on his own that's never happened in another no. Spider-Man series. And there's three more films to come of him. And that's awesome. Um, J- J- uh, so Electro also references, oh, if any, there was a, there's got to be a black Spider-Man out there somewhere. So Miles is coming Obviously in. hitting out to Miles. but Maybe I, he'll mentor Miles. I reckon he will. I reckon they're going to kind of do something similar to the game. Yeah. Because um, if he mentors <clears throat> Miles, then he at least he's got something yeah. to do. Yeah. I think Someone the next film, play. Miles will be in it. And it works because in in spider-man homecoming he's referenced but they could just make it that he didn't get blipped so he was there for five years so he'd be old enough now <clears throat> and then there's a reference what to miles yeah in, in homecoming is that you know um uh donald glover's character oh that's his uncle isn't that's it? his uncle and he says i've got a nephew here wait that's 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 Ar- meant to be prowler yeah that's prowler oh yeah. okay um so he'll probably be i reckoned the next one will be possibly bring Mar- well it will bring miles into it but i don't know to what degree it will probably not come out for another three or four years because they'll have more time to get tom holland age and then he'll be a bit more of a rugged um spider-man i wonder if mj and ned are even going to come back into it i wonder if they'll kind yeah, of leave them behind not. now yeah um and then it'll be interesting because 
you can kind of now make it because no one knows who he is sony kind of get what they want in that they can kind of separate it from the mcu but it's also still in the mcu so when they want they can start bringing in the mcu characters again mm. i don't think the next one will have an mcu character in i think they'll leave that out because no one knows who he is i reckon right. there might be a cameo but there won't be like doctor strange or iron man levels yeah um It'd be, be a shame if they didn't bring Scorpion back because they kind of set up that. I reckon Vulture in. and Scorpion will come back, but this also kind of fixes the issue of Vulture knew who he was. Now, he wasn't telling anyone because he saved his daughter, but Vulture knew who he was, so he could have told people eventually. Hmm. Um, yeah. Um, then, well, th there was one scene as well that I feel was really nice when they're at the graveyard and Happy comes along to see Aunt May as well and Peter talks about um how he knew her and everything i thought that was a really sweet scene it was really mm. sad to watch because like he can't even he can't prove to anyone that he even knew who she was but yeah 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 um but yeah the the only other thing after that is the after credit scene is a complete trailer for dr strange into the into the multiverse's madness or whatever yeah that called. looks really and that looks sick yeah, yeah. it looks like the villain's gonna be mephisto which is like the remember the what if episode where dr strange like is insane and starts getting loads of power. Oh yeah, he yeah. basically becomes Mephisto, and that's what I think they're doing in that. I'm is. also liking the look of um, they're bringing back the character, his <clears throat> his friend from the first one, his trainer. Oh yeah, who's was trying to steal shit at the end of the first one. The he's turning evil. Yeah, he um, was because he was a really interesting character. Yeah, and I was wondering when when he was going to. And turn then Wonder's going to Wonder Vision. It? It's yeah, like yeah. a direct carry on from One Division. Um, they know yeah, what they're they doing. They know what they're doing. That yeah. it looks awesome. It, that's the first footage they've shown, and uh, in an interview with Tom Holland and Daya, guy who plays Ned and um, Bennett Cumberbatch the other day on Jimmy Kimmel, um, he was saying like, "Yeah, I'm filming Doctor Strange now, so he's probably getting close to finishing if it comes out. I think April." Yeah, um, that's time, but we were literally saying before we went into the cinema, "I hope you know what they should do is just do a trailer for the next film," yeah. and they literally did so. Well, the um, the one of the best things of this film, which I didn't want to say in the non-spoiler section, was there is a scene where Strange pulls Spider-Man into the Mirror Universe. Oh yeah, That's, that is a, a they great do, use uh, of CGI. They do the Infinite Portal where he's just falling forever yeah, and ever. That was yeah, awesome. Yeah, and then like it, webbing in his own leg. That yeah, was good. The tr the spiraling trains. Oh, like Spider-Man uses maths. Yeah, it's all great. If um, uh, if they uh. If that's what the combat is going to be like in Doctor Strange 2, then we're in for a good time. I mean, it was good in the first one, but... Well, that's know. the thing. The first time I saw Doctor Strange, I thought it was okay, but wasn't really sold. And then on subsequent watches, it's, it's a very It's a very good film, film, especially that ending. It's awesome. Yeah, just yeah. just that whole Inception level yeah. twisting cities. Just There's something about that that just looks fucking insanely yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, then that is pretty much all the spoilers. We're, yeah. an, we're now an hour and ten there, but fuck it. It's a big film. Yeah, it's a big film. It needed talking about that. Is I oh, it's a toss up between Endgame and this because I need to see this a couple more times. But I think this might take it just for the pure like um, fan service is done so well. It doesn't feel like it's done just for the sake of it. It's done for a good story and it works so well. Endgame is incredible, but I think that, I don't know. This is just such an exciting film. Also, so thrilling. It is technically a landmark because I don't think any film has done this no i don't think a film has taken 
three iterations of a character and drop them in the yeah. same film. And Tom Holland wasn't lying when he said uh, it's the most ambition, uh, ambitious standalone superhero movie you, you will ever that you've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. Completely right, one hundred percent, the biggest one ever. Um, and yeah, it, that that's a that's a high point for the MCU, definitely. Oh, that, definitely. I would say that's one of well, ugh, I do love Tenet. But that's definitely the second best, either the best or second best film I've seen since Endgame. <laughs> well, it's it's definitely a cinema film. Yeah, it's um, it's a film I I'm going to see more than once. It's it's I'm probably going to see it next week. <laughs> yeah, it it's it's got a kind of scale to it which is similar to like I imagine when people saw Star Wars. Mm-hmm. There is a kind of grandeur to it, um, and they've definitely opened the way to do. <clears throat> A lot more interesting stuff now. <coughs> the MCU, if that's the start of the multiverse in the MCU, obviously we had Loki, but this is the thing that's blown it out, yeah. out to a level that I did not see coming. Exactly. But yeah, that's everything. Done. What a fucking film. Check it out. Absolutely amazing. It's it's a fun roller coaster of a ride. Uh, roller coaster is a good description. Yeah. Good description. Yeah. Even um, thematically, you got ups and downs and. And I, uh, I think we'll end it with uh, some Bully McGuire quotes. Oh, good, yeah. What, what are you going to have? Uh, I'm going to put some dirt in your eye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's yours going to be? Uh, it's a bit hard to do, but I'd be like, hmm. That's cookies. <laughs> Give me some milk. You going to cry? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> See you, chump. I oh, know we've done that one before. I missed the part where that's my problem. Yeah. <laughs> spider pig, spider pig. Does whatever a spider pig does. Can he swing from a web? No, he can't. He's a pig. Look out, he is a spider pig.